Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is an apostrophe podcast production. There's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong. I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. There was, at one time, too many of you, and now there aren't enough. By the numbers, there are 1.42 billion Chinese people in the world. But to you, you're just one. Probably, if you were born in the last 30 years, you're an only child. Your parents heeded the government's order to have just one. Then, after two generations, the government tells you something else have more than one child. That suggestion turns more urgent. A warning. China is, unbelievable as it may be to consider, going to become a society where not enough babies are going to be born. But the only child thinking is embedded in your thoughts. What if there aren't enough people now for you to not be alone? What if already there aren't enough people for you to meet the one other who was meant for you? Wouldn't you feel lonely too? Behind her microphone, radio host Sinran began talking, telling her story about life as a Chinese woman living in China. 
she began doing it with one of the first late-night radio programs in China, a call-in show. She spoke without knowing who was listening. Her bosses were hoping no one was paying attention to her words. That's why her time slot was in the middle of the night. She was issued orders about what she couldn't talk about on her show. No talks of Christmas or anything to do with Western customs or consumerism. The safest topic, she figured, was talking about what it was like being the mother of a toddler. But soon, Sinran, who goes by her first name only, realized that she wasn't alone. Within a week of her first show, she received a hundred letters from lonely women. The second week, that number doubled. Soon, she began receiving hundreds of letters every day. When Sinran read the letters, she heard stories from women telling her, a complete stranger, about how bad they were. They were bad women for not giving their families a son, and bad for not being beautiful enough to attract someone to marry them. Even those who were married felt lonely, and Sinran knew that loneliness was going to get worse. As lonely as the women felt, their children would be even more alone. Sinran's radio show, broadcast from Nanjing, China, ran for nine years, starting in 1988. Many of the women were mothers of one child only. Some of the women hadn't married or had kids yet. It was a new era in China, a time of change, and it set the stage for the country to have some of the loneliest people in the world. How lonely are people in China? Here is how the story goes. I'll add allegedly, which I'll explain later. In 1993, four men, students at a university in Nanjing, started a movement that was the opposite of Valentine's Day. Instead of celebrating coupledom, the single men decided to have a day that wasn't about twos. On that day, singles had their own special day of being special to no one but themselves. It would be all about being on their own, being a one. They found the perfect day to mark their occasion, November the 11th. In places like Canada and the U.S. and the U.K., that day is known for remembering those who lost their lives in war. Remembrance Day or Poppy Day, Armistice Day or Veterans Day. But in China, the 11th day of the 11th month, four numerical ones in a row, became known first as Bachelor's Day, then a day for any singles out there. 1-1-1-1, November the 11th. It started with events for single people to get together, those without a boyfriend or girlfriend. Then it evolved into purchasing gifts for other singles to show solitary solidarity. Celebrating being alone was a reaction to Valentine's Day, a way for single people to see the upside of being not attached to anyone. It wasn't a defiance dance, and for many, it wasn't intended to be a defining position. At that moment, at that time, these singles were on their own. For now. 
Somewhere along the way, single for now became single for longer than intended. And then enter Jack Ma. Being single should be celebrated, Jack Ma concluded. And he's even advocated making it a national holiday. Now, why would the founder of one of the biggest technology companies in the world want to make being single something to celebrate? Jack Ma figured that if all these Chinese singles were not spending their money on babies, they must be wanting to spend their money on ways that will make them more available to potential partners. Expensive facial masks to make your skin more supple. Supplements to supplement your well-being. When you're alone, Jack Ma and other sellers were betting that buying products which make you more supple, more supplemented, well, that will surely lead you to finding the right one. Even if you do it for yourself, who doesn't want to look and feel better? This is how Singles Day went from being a day for ones to feel not so alone to become the biggest shopping day in the world. Who is Jack Ma? He founded Alibaba, which is China's equivalent to Amazon. Amazon Prime Day in 2020 was a record year for Jeff Bezos' company. The two are often compared to each other. Jack Ma is the richest man in China. Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. Amazon Prime Day? $10.4 billion over a 48-hour period worth of merchandise was sold in that period, with deep markdowns on items like headphones and video games and robot vacuums. In 2020, Singles Day bought in $75 billion over 11 days of sales. Singles Day has become a day of shopping online. Jack Ma created a retail juggernaut targeting lonely people. Even if you couldn't buy your way out of loneliness, it's pretty clear that millions of us out there are trying to do just that. Loneliness is a screen, digitally and literally, in China. As hooked as we are to our mobile phones and our apps in the West, in China, living digitally consumes every aspect of many people's lives. One theory about why that is, is there's no legacy in China of shopping malls and retail outlets. That's a theory forwarded by Peter Williamson, who teaches globalization and Chinese business strategy at Cambridge Judge Business School. Here in the West, no matter how online our lives have become, we still use credit cards. Cards were still accepted pre-pandemic. Retail stores exist because they were once the norm. Given the huge transformation that's happened in China over the last 30 years or so, I think people were more open to trying new things, and there wasn't so much legacy out in the world. The use of digital technology in the West is functional, according to Professor Williamson. We use delivery services to order food. We pay online. We buy books, merchandise, and get it delivered. But in China, it's more than functional. The huge growth of this digital technology and and it's spilling over into a kind of digital lifestyle probably led people to 
become lonely but because most of their interactions were actually online. The fast online adoption by many in China via mobile phones was important in many ways. It allowed small businesses to start up and grow. In rural areas, digital technology enabled people there to sell online to anyone. An egg farmer, for instance, could sell eggs to customers anywhere. Farmers selling their products directly online was important for both sellers and buyers because the origins of food became increasingly important to the growing middle-class consumer in China. Digital interactions allowed everyone the ability to engage online in buying and selling, provide services and receive them, all through their mobile phones. That's great in some ways, but it's also limited compared to the emotional needs of, of people. And so then that encouraged things like, like Singles Day. So I think there was probably a kind of a, an iterative process between the digital technology not creating loneliness, but exacerbating it. The convenience was there. The opportunities were there. But what was missing had consequences caused a quite dramatic substitution of face-to-face interactions with digital interactions, and then people found they were even more lonely. There is a name for men who don't marry or have children in China, Bear Branches. Their family tree has been left without branches that bear more fruit. There is also a name for women who don't marry or have children by their mid or late 20s. Leftover women. Women aren't willing to get married and give up the freedom they've earned after getting an education, working in a career, and having their own financial security. And the men in China who are in surplus can't find enough women. There are about 33 million more single men than women in China. Even before the one-child policy, boys have always been more highly desirable for parents and doting grandparents. More valued means girls simply disappear through gendercide, neglect, abortions. In perspective, there are more single unmarried Chinese men than the entire population of Canada. In a survey with 40,000 participants on WeChat, people born in the 1990s and 2000s were more likely to think that marriage was not a necessity. When she was a reporter at the Wall Street Journal based in China in the early 2000s, Mei Fong first realized that China's one-child policy was turning its society lopsided. Over and over again, she heard the same complaint from factory owners. There were factories churning out products for the world, making everything from iPhones to toenail clippers to socks and brassieres. Merchandise that we buy here in the West, not just on Amazon Prime Day or Singles Day, but every day. The factory owners were telling May the same thing. There was an imbalance. The goods needed to be made. The merchandise had eager buyers wanting them, But the factories had one consistent problem. They couldn't find enough workers. And I was like, well, 
that's ridiculous. You're the world's most populous nation. How could you possibly be running out of workers now at such an early stage? And that was when I realized that, okay, that was one potential implication of the one-child policy too, that it had depleted the workforce so rapidly and so quickly that it could potentially dent China's economic growth. In the cities, May began noticing property prices were increasing rapidly and dramatically in value. She looked deeper at the patterns in how residents were borrowing money and how they were saving their money. When there is a patriarchal society and families have limits of just one child, a son becomes more valued than a daughter. In a patriarchal society, when families have imposed on them limits of just one child, girls are disposable. To make that son even more valuable for marrying the limited number of women, families had to improve the son's chances. So you have an imbalance of 30 million more men than women surplus. What does that do? Oh, it creates a structure in urban settings where parents will save a lot for their son to make them more eligible on the marriage market and that will drive up property prices. And we'll be right back. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you were going to design the perfect setup to create a nation of loneliness, you start with engineering a one-child policy. If the result you want to accomplish is to have millions of lonely people unable and unwilling to marry each other, the way to do that is put in place measures that will do the following. Engender a massive gender imbalance. Add in financial insecurity and mounting family pressure. 
The one-child policy that led millions of single men and women, unwilling to marry but feeling lonely, doesn't end with bare branches that are broken and leftovers that no one wants to take home. It's created even more loneliness down the line. Sales of clothes and makeup and luxury items may make people feel better for that moment. But women like Sinran and Mei Fong see what the future will be like. There were so many Chinese at one time that the government had to stop women from having more babies. The one-child policy. But those children born in that era are part of a line, creating what was known as 4-2-1. Four grandparents, two parents, one child. At some point, the one child needs to look after six others as they age. That's one reason why many women who are an only child are reluctant to marry. In 2051, it's estimated that one in every three Chinese person will be over the age of 60. That's a whole other level of loneliness about to happen. That means that they're going to be very lonely because they have, you know, fewer grandchildren, fewer family support to them. May says for many parents who had only one child, in compliance with the government orders, there is an even lonelier subset. For these parents whose only child have died, May says the population is already significant and growing, and there is an intense aloneness for them. They have actually lobbied to ask the Chinese government to give them more help because their argument is, look, we, we bought into your, your promise that we would have greater prosperity. But for a lot of people in China, the child is, the family is still your support structure, you know, financially, right? Because they, they haven't really built up a strong enough social safety net. Some of these parents are demanding the government provide special care homes for them to live in because following the order to only have one child left them alone without any support when their son or daughter died. So my one child is dead. I only have one and he's dead and I can't have any more. And therefore, um, you know, I am suffering as a result of that I have, you know, I, I should be compensated. I should be taken care of by, by, by China because I followed the rules. May interviewed parents who lost their only child who said the government should build special homes for them because it would be too stressful to live with others who still had families. We don't want to be in an elder care home with other people who have families because on family visiting day, it's just too painful. You know, they have people visiting them and I have no one and it's, it's an enormous ache in my heart. You know, that's basic loneliness, right? In rural China, suicide rates have skyrocketed in recent years. The elderly, especially women, are dying from loneliness, says Sinran, the former radio show host, who's now written a number of books about how China has changed in the last 30 years. She interviewed villagers in rural areas over a three-month period, from December 2019 to February 2020. The stories she heard over and over again, extreme loneliness, were pushing them to suicide. These women in villages and in rural areas were so alone that Sinran said they often talked about killing themselves by rivers 
and on mountains for a particular reason. They didn't want to trouble anyone, but they wanted their bodies to be found. When Sinren asked them why they chose a mountain or a river, she was told, mountains, because there is always someone checking for mountain fires every day, and by rivers, so that the fishermen will hold them a funeral. This loneliness isn't just in remote areas. Sinran says after she left China in 1997 and was living in London, she began receiving calls from parents. She wrote her first book about the women who kept telling her about how bad they were. Sinran named her book Good Women of China. One mother from China sought help from Sinran to understand why her daughter, who was living in England, had killed herself. She told Sinran that her child had everything. She was an only child and 30 years old and received her education in the UK. Many times over the last few years, Sinran says she talks to grieving parents who can't grasp why their son or daughter have died, unable to understand what Sinran says she now does. The single-child policy created loneliness among people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s who are now unable to connect with others. When she first learned about the one-child policy, Sinran said she was skeptical, even though many people around her at the time believed it was necessary for China to have such a plan in order to modernize. When Sinran started her radio show in the 1980s, her orders were to not talk about Christmas or any kind of Western ideals that promoted consumerism. Today, Singles Day is the biggest shopping day in the world. Sales dwarf anything we see in North America. In 1980, China was the seventh largest economy in the world. Today, it's the second largest, behind only the United States. Since economic reform began, about 800 million people have been lifted out of poverty in China, according to the World Bank. In 1995, Jack Ma couldn't find a single search engine result when he typed in Chinese beer. Today, a Google search turns up 147 million results in 47 seconds. That is progress. This is also considered progress. The ability to alter natural sex ratio at birth. The ability to choose to have a boy rather than a girl and be told that is part of your duty to help a nation become powerful. For humans, there is a slight bias towards male babies being born. The evolutionary reason for that was straightforward. Boys and then men were more at risk of dying early, by accidents and injuries, by going to war. At birth, the average without interference is supposed to be 105 male babies born for every 100 females. Ten years after the one-child policy, by 1990, China had changed that ratio to 111 males for every 100 females, 
and 117 male babies for every 100 females born by the year 2000. Progress has led to loneliness. Singles Day, the story goes, started out in 1993 when four men wanted to celebrate being alone. I've never found any doubts to the veracity of this story, so let me be the first. I don't believe these men exist or ever existed, at least not in the version that has become a folklore. For nearly 10 years, I've been trying to find these four men who allegedly started Singles Day. I have written to universities in Nanjing. I've enlisted the help of residents in China via people I know who use WeChat asking for any information about them. I've asked over the years dozens of people in Nanjing for help. Sometimes the story changes. The men were students in Beijing or in another part of China. If you founded Singles Day, here's my take. You would want to make yourself known. You would want to be recognized. Maybe Jack Ma owes you something for making him, at one time, the richest man in China. What are these four men doing today? Did they ever get married, or are they still single? They would be in their 40s now, or early 50s. Sometimes, I think, were these students conceived by some marketing narrative to promote being single? Were they simply symbolic? Did they ever exist in real life? Or, if they were made up, who conceived of these four students? Was it someone hoping to meet someone who was even lonelier than them? In the most populous country in the world, it's still a lonely place when you are just one. To be one in a billion is an achievement. It is also a curse of loneliness at a scale that is unprecedented in our time. We may be alone, but we are alone together. Alone Together was directed by Callie O'Reilly. Theme music by Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. Our sound engineer is Jeff Devine. Producers are Debbie O'Reilly and Guillermo Serrano. My name is Peg Faw, the host and writer. Did you invent Singles Day in the 1990s? I've been looking for you. Please find me on social at apostrophe pod. If you like this episode, please subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. This series is executive produced by Terry O'Reilly. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.